What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and joining me today is my brother, Josh Primo. How are you, sir? I am good. Why, Johnny Tyler, the madcap. <laughs> Doc, where are you going with that shotgun? I didn't know you was back in town. I'll be ah. a fairy. <laughs> <laughs> You're a daisy if you do. <laughs> I'm your huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're not familiar with the movie, I will go ahead and tell you. Today we are reviewing uh, probably Josh's number one movie of all time. We'll let him uh, discuss that in a minute. But we are reviewing Tombstone. I have never seen the movie. This is my first time ever watching it. Uh, and I don't know how I've gone so long without, without seeing it. But here at Surfing the Stream, every week we review movies. Uh, Josh and I review at least one movie a week. And then I do some uh, other reviews on the side. Let's see. What, what have we done so far, Josh? Nobody. We did Those Who Wish Me Dead, which came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Without Remorse and oh, Wonder. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, so far, what's the only movie that we've somewhat liked? Without remorse. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, none of these movies have been uh, worth rewatching. They've all been okay to terrible. But I agree. in a kind of Back to the Future style, uh, looking ahead. We do have a movie coming out, new movie review coming out next week for Don't Breathe. Uh, don't listen to it with kids in the car or near minors because it gets really dirty for about 10 minutes in that episode. Yeah, you was always saying nasty shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, it's like the first 10 minutes of that episode is nothing but, but sexual stuff. <laughs> so uh, just... Forewarning y'all, when that episode comes out next week, uh, just it, it's going to be very, very uh, rated R. And you're either going to like it, you're not going to like it. But that would be, I, I'm, I'm going to say, you should check that out, review out if you're finally looking for a movie for us to actually review that's good. Uh, but we did that like a couple weeks ago, right, Josh? I think. Yeah, I, man, I can't even remember now. Man, it's been two, it, two weeks or so. Josh is going on vacation next week, so we reviewed two movies in one week, and we're saving the the really good review for when he's gone, which is Don't Breathe. So be on the lookout for that episode next Thursday. But before we jump into Tombstone this week, uh, if you like what we're doing here, you can go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. We have a $5, $10, and a $20 tier. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this. So thank you so much. Man, I swear. I, was I, think, your Patreon supporter, I think your Patreon supporters should take a movie title and get you to uh, mimic it every week. What you mean? They, you know, like the Johnny Tyler one I just did. See, they pick oh, one for you oh. every week out of out of a uh, famous movie, and you just re reenact it with your uh, personality. See where that goes. <laughs> yeah, well, my winning personality. Yeah, that's key. Uh, Touche. 
<laughs> well, you know, the one time that I mimicked a damn song on this podcast, I got criticized. Just saying. I laughed my ass off. I don't know about him. I laughed my ass off. <laughs> da-da, 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 da-da. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't forget about the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger impression on uh, Get to the Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> now do it! Get to the Chopper! <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, shit. This is going south quick. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's jump into it. This week we are reviewing Tombstone, which... I'm not. Even, I'm gonna say my thoughts for just a second. I, I got one little thing that I just want to say, and then from there on, we can jump into our impressions. We'll jump into the plot, the fun facts, and uh, yeah, we'll then talk about this movie. So, Tombstone is about a successful lawman's plans to retire anonymously in Tombstone, Arizona, and his plans are disrupted by the kind of outlaws that were that he was famous for eliminating in his past. This was directed by George P. Cosmatos. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. And y'all know the rules. Go fuck yourself. Uh, he directed Leviathan. Never heard of it. And Rambo First Blood Part 2, which I was just talking to Josh earlier today about doing a Rambo series. I have all the Rambo movies on Voodoo. So after War Movies in July, we're going to be doing Rambo in review. So excited to jump back into that series. This movie was made on a budget of $25 million, and it grossed worldwide $56.5 million. It stars, and I it's, it's such a huge cast of good names, of great actors, that I can't fit them all on my list. So Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, uh, Sam Elliott, Bill Paxton, Powers Booth, Michael Bean, Bean. It has a runtime of two hours and 10 minutes, and it was released worldwide on December 25th, 1993. I was three years old when this movie came out, sir. That was one of my fun facts. I was like, I wonder if this guy knows he was three whenever that uh, movie was made. <laughs> how, how that made you? me feel old. How old were you? You were, uh, what, 11? Yeah. Oh, damn, look at that quick that quick draw math right there I got. This guy was like, I'm going to try to show everybody his math skills. <laughs> Fucking Doc Holiday with math. Man, I ran out of toes over here. I couldn't, I was like, uh... <laughs> I can't believe I did that pretty quickly in my head. I, I am impressed. That All man. right, so let's jump into the fun facts. Kevin Jari, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, he was actually the original director on this movie. He got fired uh at some point during the production of the movie he actually directed a majority of the movie and then the cosmatos came in and he served merely to make things run smoothly to put the movie together and he shot uh, a bunch of stuff and reshot some stuff that uh jare had had already filmed did you know that sir uh yes i did sir which i mean while while I had that fun fact right there, I will say that is probably one of my biggest complaints of the movie. It feels like it's a little disconnected from scene to scene. So after reading after reading that little fun fact, it kind of makes sense with how the movie was 
was edited and whatnot and put together, it seems like it's just a collection of scenes rather than it just, it flows all together. But I'll save the rest of my thoughts for the review because I would like to get your opinion on, on a few things. Yeah, hopefully your uh, review and thoughts become a little better than what that was. <laughs> I'm going to I'm have to fucking totally disagree with that. Okay, all right. Well, well, I mean, do you want to talk about it right now? No, let's get these fun facts out of the way, man. I, <laughs> I got my boxing gloves on, but we, we can wait. <laughs> <laughs> do you know who uh, Willem Dafoe is? Uh, no. Uh, you remember that original Spider-Man movie? No. Uh, you ever seen Speed 2? Yes. Control? The bad guy. I have. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Willem Dafoe. All right. He was the original choice to play Doc Holliday, but Vienna Vista refused to distribute the film if he was cast due to Dafoe's role in the controversial movie The Last Temptation of Christ, which I don't know if I could picture him in that movie because Val Kilmer actually absolutely killed that role. That was probably the best movie he's ever acted in. Um, and he didn't even win an Oscar for that. Believe it or not, he was up for it, but didn't win. Yeah, right. I how I, crazy I, is that? Yeah, he was like the best part of the movie. I mean, the whole movie's great, but I thought he was the best part. Uh, in the movie, Curly Bill is not charged with the murder of Marshall Fred White, as those were as there were no witnesses to the shooting. In real life. Charges were not filed because prior to his death, Marshall White explained the shooting was actually an accident. I'll be damned. Yeah. I actually had no idea going into this movie that it was all real life stuff. Like, I mean, when the movie started, I was like, oh, shit, this is real life. I, I didn't know that going into it. I yeah, didn't, I didn't know it was portrayed so much either. I thought it was more of a, you know, like, yeah, this movie, we're going to make it kind of what happened. Well, you know, uh, the main character, Wyatt, they actually had a, another movie come out the same exact year as this one. It was with uh, Kevin Costner. He was playing Wyatt in that movie. And apparently there was like a uh, battle between these two film productions or whatever. So like if Kevin Costner's production needed like 100 horses, or, or excuse me, if they needed only like 25 horses and the, uh, the place that they were buying them from or renting them from had like 100 they would buy all 100, so Tombstone would not have any horses to use. Wow. Apparently, it got real competitive. And then this movie succeeded, whereas the other one kind of blew, apparently. Yeah, I've never watched it. <laughs> nah, I didn't, even, I didn't even hear of it. Not until I read these fun facts. So the, some of the lightning and the mustaches are real in this movie. I was wondering throughout the course of the movie, I was like, is that, is that fucking mustache real? I don't know. That thing looks fucking glorious. It like it looks too glorious to be real, but apparently all the mustaches were legit. Hmm. Sam Elliott, I knew because you know that guy has looked like that since I I can remember him being on TV. <laughs> it was uh, it was Kurt Russell's um mustache that really was like I was like, is that real? Because that looks kind of fake. Apparently, it was real. That was a hell of a caterpillar, I can tell you that. <laughs> and the lightning, the images of the lightning that were filmed on location were were images of a, a monsoon, uh, but there were lightning effects in the acting scenes, 
those were created with a thing called lightning strikes 250k linear units or something like that i, th- I just thought it was cool that they actually got like legit lightning in some of the on fi- on set locations that they did you don't normally see that they normally add that in there digitally after the fact i had no idea they did that huh. yeah. so here's here's another thing that proves not proves but kind of goes with my original thought with the uh with my first fun fact and you were like, uh, well, that's not very positive. So the script was originally longer than what it was when they filmed it. It was supposed to detail the lives of all the combatant parties in the story, not just, uh, what is it? Erp, the Erp family. And uh, yeah. instead they were like, oh no, we got to condense it a little bit and just focus on them instead of everybody. So I feel like I feel like they were filming the movie and they were cutting shit out as they were going. I don't know. It just, it just seems like that to me. But again, I'll wait for your opinion in just a second. Uh, Kurt Russell named his son after Wyatt Earp in 1988, eventually playing the character uh, five years later. Imagine that. Damn. All right, sir. Jumping into the review. I think everybody knows where you stand on it. It's one of your, your is it number one on your list? This guy here jumped my fun facts. I had some fun facts, sir. Oh, 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 yeah. I forgot. I forgot. My bad. This, this, this guy jumping prematurely. <laughs> I, <laughs> I've been, I've been known to. Well, did, uh, do you remember in the movie when they would call, uh, Doc Lunger? Yeah. You're nothing but a skinny, no good Lunger. Yeah, that was that was a slang term for somebody with TV back in the day, and it was supposed to be derogatory <laughs> <laughs> for TV. <laughs> yeah, for TV, a longer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, there there were several things that they said in this movie. I was like, huh? I felt I felt yeah, like- I do. I had to Google that. I was like, why do they keep calling them Lunger? And, you know, I've watched the movie a million times, and that's the first time I was like, you know what? I'm going to find out what the actual Lunger means. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. <laughs> uh, Don't call me a Lunger. Billy Bob Thornton, who played uh, Johnny Tyler, had zero lines in this movie. He was just told by the directors to be a bully. So he had lived that everything he did. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I was impressed. I was like, you said no lines. I was like, bro, he talked a lot in this movie. <laughs> yeah, movie. no, he ad-libbed all that, man. Even, you know, he said, you back that queen again, I'm going to blow you up that wildcat's ass. Yeah. I mean, how do, you come, how, do you, how do you come up with that? that? I was impressed with that. You know, he's he's actually not that bad of an uh, actor when you look at some of his, uh, some of his, the movies that he's been in. He's really not that bad of an actor. He's actually pretty good. And when I saw him in this movie, I was like, man, that looks like Billy Bob Thornton. But it looks like he has like a lot of, you know, he's not fat or anything like that. But he definitely looks like he has more weight then than he does, like, does now. I was oh, like, yeah. He was- Thornton, I had to look it up. I was like, Jesus Christ. He had a few LBs on him, sir. <laughs> what other Did fun you facts? Know, uh, Doc and Wyatt became friends because Doc saved him from being killed in Texas. Did they mention that? That's how they, 
No, that wasn't mentioned in the movie. It was just something crazy I came across when I was uh, looking up longer. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, that that would have been pretty cool if they would explain that, I think. Well, that's another thing with the movie. And it's really the only two things that I have issue with the movie is they don't really explain a lot of their backstories very well. You're kind of just thrown into the, the last portion of their lives, and that's about it. And oh, uh, one of the famous scenes at the very end of the movie where Johnny Ringo and Doc have that shootout. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, his death is, is highly contested in the, in the history books. Uh, some people think he died of suicide, and then other people think he actually died in a gun battle. But from what the historians say, there was zero bullets fired out of uh, his gun. So they say it couldn't be suicide, but there's many people who believe it was. Huh. Wow. Yes, sir. And uh, that's all I got, man. They can Google the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to talk about this like a movie. Yeah. I'm not trying to give a history class. <laughs> right? <laughs> I ain't no goddamn teacher. <laughs> so is this number one for you all time? Number one all time, sir. This is my favorite movie to watch. Uh, me and Rachel watch this damn movie every time it comes on TV. I even own a copy of it, but if it's on or if it pops up as a suggestion, I'm watching it. So this is my first time watching it, as I mentioned uh, a little while ago. And going into the movie, I I didn't really know much about it. I knew it was a Western-style movie, and I knew there were lots of memes from this one movie, specifically the Huckleberry line. And that's, that's really all I knew about this movie. And I knew that you you loved it enough to make it your number one of all time. I I felt a tremendous amount of pressure to make sure that I liked this movie because I did not want to hear your shit on this episode. Oh, I was going to give it to you, sir. <laughs> not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, I love this movie. I really do. I'm kind of aggravated that it's taken me this long to watch it and i wish i was able to watch it in like in one session i had to watch it over the course of two days and i was watching maybe 20 minutes at a time if that so i was breaking this this movie up significantly and i think that may have had something to do with my my thinking that the uh the movie just didn't connect very well from scene to scene but I don't know. I, I still have that. That's like my only two issues with the movie is they don't really dive too much into the to the story, the backstories of the characters, and the it's just a collection of scenes. It it just doesn't smooth. It's not a smooth transition from scene to scene. Uh, sometimes I was kind of confused as to are is this like like a couple months down the road or is this like the next day or or what? Maybe you have an answer about that, sir. You know, on certain aspects of that, I agree. But uh, if you'll remember, they were walking through town, the three brothers, and he says, you feel that? It feels like it's uh, winter's coming or spring because the weather was getting bad. Mm -hmm. I think that was their way of trying to show you progression over several months. That's how I read that scene. And then he, Wyatt Earp was married in this movie, correct? With the blonde? 
Uh, they weren't in, uh, or they, they were just, common law, I guess. Oh, common law. Okay. Because he's over there trying to chase some tail with that, uh, that little actress girl. And I'm like, God damn, this dude don't give a fuck. He don't even try to hide it. No, she's the old girl's back in the background. She's like, Oh yeah. He's totally checking her out. He totally wants to do her. I'm like, yeah, no fucks given none. He don't care if he had to pay that 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 uh alimony. What? That See, guy I'm found not, out who. Do what? That guy found out who the devil was, and he's like, "I'll be damned." And Doc said, "Indeed, if you're lucky." <laughs> <laughs> Doc Holiday was easily the best part of this movie. Like easily, like I, I, I anytime that he was on scene. And I was having issues with, uh, like I said, I had this broken up to multiple viewings over the course of two days. So I didn't catch everything that he he said. I don't remember everything that he said. But I know that when he was on scene, I paid attention even more because he was saying something great every every time. Like the, uh, you're a daisy if you do moment. I'm your huckleberry. I'll be your huckleberry. I mean, just fantastic lines back and forth. And he looked like dog shit over the course of this movie. They, they did a pretty good job of making him look sick. Yeah, you know, it definitely, uh, he sold it out on the TV part, I thought. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, but you know, my favorite thing about this whole movie is you get a suspense, you get drama, you get action, and you get romance all rolled into one movie. And I'll sit here and wait for you to tell me another movie that has all those categories in one film. Uh, the Dark Knight. I mean, it was good, but it, it's not Tombstone good, sir. No way. Uh, I mean, it's got romance. It's got the suspension. It's got uh, the action, the thriller aspect of it. It's got all that, man. I'm going to let you on that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not buying it, but you know what? Hey, this is a tombstone review. Let's get back to tombstone. Yeah, we, we, we yeah, yeah. We're not talking about all that kombucha shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I absolutely love this movie. I think I really enjoyed the the characters in the movie, like the three brothers. Absolutely love the three brothers and Doc Holliday. Great personalities, and then you got the cowboys. You got. Uh, Curly Bill, you got what's his name, Ringo, and then Johnny Ringo. Those were the two main bad guys, right? Yeah, Johnny Ringo, you know the deadliest gun. Yeah, who was the uh, who was the other one? There was the third bad guy that they yeah, Ike Ike Flanton in there. Yeah, Ike. That was the one that uh, Stephen Lang played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked yeah all those those main central characters are fantastic in this movie i feel like they could have done a little bit better with developing like uh the wives and whatnot and the uh like some of the backstory of these characters so i can kind of understand it just going into it uh but it, it, that doesn't make this movie terrible or bad or anything like that it doesn't it doesn't hold the movie back for me in a significant way uh it's just something that i wish would have happened but then again they're going to be adding, you know, 15, 20 minutes to do all that shit. And is this movie the same if it's two and a half hours, two hours and 45 minutes? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't think uh, having knowing what the you know they didn't play a whole big role. I don't think the wives did. So I don't think their backstory was necessary to me. No, I mean more like uh, I don't know. I I feel like if they had more, like they were there, but like they they served no purpose to me. Like you, they could not been there and it'd been okay. Oh yeah, definitely. So, uh, but you had mentioned. You had mentioned earlier you didn't think none of the scenes flowed together. I thought every scene kind of played off one another. It kind of just like a an escalation because they get in town and he, he goes up to old Johnny Tyler and punks him out and it shows you that he's a badass and he's not playing. And, you know, it progresses to where, you know, they have their conversations with the, uh, the Cowboys and it just – you know, keeps going and going and going. What I mean by disconnected scenes, it just, I don't know. It, I had an issue with determining whether this was the next day or the next month because they didn't really explain it. I, I don't know if I missed it. Again, I think the huge issue with this criticism is the fact that I had to watch this over multiple days after only 10 or 15 minutes, I'd have to stop. I think that's a huge issue with my viewing of the movie. So it seemed like old dude, uh, Burge became sheriff. Like they were all like, Oh, we're not going to get involved. And it was like the next scene. He's in the, uh, he's in the jail with the, the badge on. I was like, did he ever accept it? Like, did, yeah, or- did he ever have our, ever have our conversation saying, yeah, I'll be the sheriff. Well, it showed it uh, when they were in there playing pool. It was right before that. Verge was walking on the street, and that, that kid came by, and they were shooting out in the street, and he grabbed him, and the wife had a cut on her face. And that's when he was like, I'm supposed to you know, live off these people like some G.D. vulture? Mm-hmm. The guy said G.D. And it, well, I, I got beeped earlier. I didn't want to get beeped again. <laughs> fair enough and if y'all are curious uh for the public version you're like oh what happened earlier uh yeah that's for edited <laughs> that's for patreon supporters only so if you want that non-edited version go to patreon.com slash two game he made a distasteful joke <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, i think that's the word i would use but yeah, that's that's why that's why I think the mm-hmm. scenes kind of are not connected very well because it he had that scene and then two seconds later he's the sheriff. And I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, I had a I had a few thoughts in the movie, a few times that I thought, did I skip a part? Do I not remember this part? What the fuck? It was that part, I- and then uh, his his brother just got killed. So, you know, they're at the train station. Yeah. So he's, he is taking his brother. I guess I'm, they're doing like a little funeral possession. And yeah. It was like two seconds later, they're at the, the train yard or the train station, excuse me. And then you hear uh, Kurt Russell's voice and then he shoots him. And I'm like, wait, wasn't he just at the funeral? What the fuck? So that's why I'm saying it feels, it feels a little disconnected. Yeah, I think they were taking the family back 
to where they were from in Kansas. So I think it was, there was no funeral yet. But there was one scene where it just showed, you know, an old-timey wagon going across the plains. And I'm thinking that was where it was like, oh, it's been a minute. Oh, and they came back. See, they, they're not very uh, – they don't, they don't let you know that in the movie. And that's, that's, my, that's where my criticism comes from with it being – it feeling a little disconnected from scene to scene. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that's the only reason. It, it just, it, it's just those uh, – it's just those two or three scenes that I just mentioned – that makes me feel like that, that criticism right now. And you know, the one spot he's like, you see that, that says U.S. Marshal. I'm like, wow, who the hell did he become U.S. Marshal so quick? But if you remember when he got off the train, the U.S. Marshal had approached him trying to get him to be a Marshal for that territory. Shit, I missed that. And the very beginning of the movie, right after he whips that horse, the marshal for that territory comes and tries to get him to do that. And he's like, no, I gave it up. I'm just trying uh, to make a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that part. And I've watched the movie a million times, and I literally just picked up on that this last week when I watched it. Yeah, I missed that. Ah, dude, I, I really did myself a disservice by watching this on the ambulance and having to stop every five seconds to watch this. I really feel like I, I – I think my score would be a little bit better. Granted, if it gets a little bit better, it, it would be perfect. But uh, I think my score would be higher if I had watched this in like one or two sittings versus the 30 that I had. Yeah, you know, it reminds me of kind of the Sopranos where you watch it every time and each time you find a small little nugget that you didn't catch the first time. Dude, I was thinking about the Sopranos today, man. Someone was, like, I've been, someone was like, what uh, TV series would you, if you had the potential to give another season to, would you do it? I'm like, oh, Sopranos. But, you know, Gandolfini is is dead, so I can't really do that anymore. But back then, you know, if he was still alive, I would, I would definitely have another season. I think I'd have put, like, I think they should have played uh, the first season should have been the second season they should have made another first season of the other Boston town before he got sick and died yeah i agree but i, I digress i want to know if you thought i think in this movie every character has an arc uh jim let me see uh wyatt definitely uh i i think doc holiday does but they yeah. give a lot of, they they give a ton of screen time to Val Kilmer. I was kind of surprised with how much screen time he had, uh, and then Wyatt had had some of it. Verge got it. I think if you had to pick one character that maybe not gotten his justice was maybe uh, the the other brother. What was, what was the other brother's name? Verge and uh, uh, Wyatt. It's Bill. It's Bill Paxton. I, I, for some odd reason, I can't think of his name. Uh, uh i don't know morgan yeah uh he he would probably be the only one that i would say might not have one but hell they're they're giving character development to three of the bad guys it was at one point i was confused as to who was the main bad guy that's how good all three bad guys are yeah it was, it was very well written on that aspect like was curly bill the the, the boss I, I thought he was the boss for the longest time but then 
everybody made it seem like old Ringo was the uh, the goat of shooting, and everybody was afraid of him. But then you got uh, Ike, who's off in the background, just causing havoc everywhere, fucking killing folks and shit. Yeah, it was a uh, Ringo and uh, Ike were like his, you know, soldiers that did all the uh, enforcement. He just led it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. But it's a testament to how good their their characters are in this movie. The fact that they give all of them equal screen time, and you don't know which one is really the best out of all of them because they do a very good job of developing all three of those villains. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree with you. No, know I, I, I'll agree with you. I, I think everybody gets uh, a pretty good shake. Shout out in this uh, in this movie. The three brothers and the three villains. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, I can't think of one. But the only character that I can think of that didn't get a good shake was that. Uh, I don't know. At some points in the movie, you know, you got the town marshal, the town sheriff, all kinds of law. Mm-hmm. And it was that young kid with the uh, the glasses. I can't think of his damn name. I think it was Billy. Uh, that was the dude that, uh, shit. I know, I know who you're talking about. But yeah. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't really get much screen time in the movie. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it added too much there, but at the same time, if they devote more time to everybody else, to those other smaller characters, then you don't have that, you know, six person great character arcs with the three villains and the three brothers. You don't get that if you devote some more time to the other characters. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, I can't think of anything I would change to this movie to make it any better or any worse. I mean, hell, Billy Bob Thornton had uh, a memorable screen time in this movie. Yeah, he was probably literally on screen for five minutes. If that. Man, I, yeah. thought, I thought shit was about to pop off when he came out there with a shotgun. I was like, bruh, shit better go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you just going to do? Stand there and bleed? I was like, oh, fucking savage. Man, yeah, you go ahead and skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I said, all right. <laughs> and I just had a thought in my head. I think, so if you've never seen Tombstone before and you're like, is this something I need to watch? Here's the, the best way I can describe it. This is I'm speaking to all the men out there, okay? There are about five movies... I think all time that were specifically made for dudes. This is one of them. I think this is the manliest movie ever made. Definitely made me want to be a cowboy. <laughs> right? I was like, God, I kind of want to go ride on a horse myself. Hell yeah. I'm about to try to find out what that's about. <laughs> I don't know what that's all about, but I want to find out. <laughs> now, if you're sitting there and you're like, well, what's the other uh, manliest movie of, you know, the best manliest movie ever? Uh, Top Gun would be number two. This is number one. And I'm saying something because I fucking love Top Gun. Hmm. I've and, never seen that movie. <laughs> I, I know. We're we going to review it soon, sir. I, I was kind of surprised myself. Uh, this one is, is more manly. I mean, shit, they got... They got three cowboys walk walking the streets, and this is like a, this is like a little kid's. I know this movie's rated R, but this is like a little boy's wet dream. 
of a movie. The cow, oh, yeah. the uh, the three brothers are walking the streets, and then it just there's about what two or three montages of them just shooting people on horseback and whatnot. I'm like, bro, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I I wish they would have uh kind of drawn out those those scenes a little bit more with the montages where it wasn't necessarily a montage, but I wish they would have had more like uh. Like you know the OK Corral shootout. Yeah, I, that, yeah. I kind of wish one of the montages was that again. Like they did another one of those shootouts, where it's just one long scene versus a montage of uh, of different scenes. Yeah, that or uh, made the shootout with Curly Bill a little longer. Yes, and then oh, what what about the uh, the final shootout the quote unquote shootout with Doc Holliday and Ringo. I think that was perfect. Uh, I think yeah. it was perfect because it you could tell at one point Ringo's like, ah damn. I wish I could have took that back because I don't really want to fight this guy. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> and then old Doc Holiday just absolutely pots a cap in that dude's ass. Hell yeah. And it puts the badge on his chest. My hypocrisy only goes so far. What? I was like, I was like fucking savage. Uh, dang. Fucking savage. And then uh, I talked with you, uh, what was it yesterday, about the, I, we, we don't know what the fuck to call it. It's where they, they're twirling the guns, you know, when you quick draw. And you're yeah, I still don't know. I don't know what that is. It, it, it reminds me of the nunchuck scene in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I don't know if you're if you're familiar with that scene, Josh. The the Foot Clan and Michelangelo are doing the nunchuck battle. Mm, no, no, that's not. Well, they have that battle in uh, Ninja Turtles, the original movie. So, and they do that same thing here, except it's with guns. And old Doc Holliday, he doesn't pull out his gun. He pulls out this fucking tiny ass teacup, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. I want to see. If, I want. Did you notice when they were walking to the OK Corral to have that shootout that that house was on fire and then some bitches were trying to put it out with a bucket of water? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that some bitch was all the way burnt down and they still trying to throw a damn bucket of water on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, bruh, I, I think I think we're past the point of trying to save this house. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely love this movie, dude. I really do. Uh, I, I, I think it's more of a because this was this came out in '93. I think it's a almost like a love letter to previous westerns. Because you remember, uh, I don't know about you, but when we would go stay at like Granny's house during the summer, I mean, it'd be fucking. That's all they'd be watching is uh westerns. Yeah, you know, I thought the same exact thing because you know when they got the Henry Hooker's ranch, that guy has been in, in so many old western movies, the black and white ones, and I thought that was a good tie in there. Yes. And it I don't know, with the score, I love the score. What about you? Did you did you like the soundtrack, the the music? 
Yeah, I thought it was really good because it, you know, it always built that tension up. I, I thought it went along real good with it. It, uh, like I said, that that's one of the things that makes me think of it being like a love letter to old old style westerns because it felt like I was watching a a high budget black and white western, but it was fully colored. That's how it felt sometimes, and that's not yeah. a knock against it. Not a knock against it. And you know, when I watch a movie, I'm a pretty I don't get philosophical on it. I'm pretty shallow. I'm like, yeah, all right, I get it, I get it. But for some odd reason, man, this movie just puts in the front of my mind that these two men, Doc and Wyatt, never have friends, and then to make friends and shows what a true friendship is. You know, he he rides to kill all these cowboys, and he really doesn't have any skin in the game other than Wyatt is his friend. Oh, dude, this this is a like this is a bro movie through and through, like absolutely what you just said. Because at the very end, they're together. The very end. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I've never can pick up on those subtle hints through a movie, but I definitely get it on this one. Like they were going to go to the end of the earth for each other. Like I feel like almost at times they were more brothers than the other than he was with the other. His his legit brothers, yeah, and you know that they're at the shootout with uh, Curly Bill, and him and uh, Creek are talking, and he said, uh, "Hell, you ought to be home in bed." And he said, "Well, you know why? It's my friend." And he said, "Well, I got a hell of a bunch of friends." He says, "I don't," and that that was a strong uh, strong message sent right there. Exactly, I thought I thought that was a great great moment in the movie, and and like you said it kind of highlighted that that brotherhood between them two. I, I would go so far as saying that's almost the, I, I would say that's the backbone of the movie in general. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It, be as effective if you don't have that, that backbone relationship between them two. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's there because while you can kind of see it, there, there is a relationship between the three brothers and you get a little bit of, you get that character development between the three and you care for all three of those characters. But I don't know about you, but I cared more for the Wyatt and Doc Holliday relationship more than I cared about the other ones. So, I mean, you take out that, that relationship, and you just have the three brothers. Is it, is it as strong of a movie? I don't know. Yeah, if it doesn't have the Doc relationship with Wyatt, then I think it would have been a dud. I mean, that. I think that's really what carried it, you know, kept you interested. I mean, hell, just think if uh, Val Kilmer was not Doc Holliday in this movie. How much different this movie would be? Then I can't think of one movie besides this one that I like Val Kilmer in. Um, I was trying to think. I was actually about to watch a – oh, I just watched Heat with Val Kilmer. In it, but, he, I mean, he's not in it very much. He's in it, but he doesn't do, like, a memorable performance in that. Yeah. Not like this one, where he has like that. Uh, it had like a a southern, almost like a like an aristocrat style accent. Yeah, and me and you always uh, make fun of and critique accents because you know that that's big. I'm like, oh, I can't stand it. Like Johnny English, love the movie, couldn't stand. Oh, uh, what's his face? His French accent in it, so I don't watch the movie a whole lot. Mm-hmm. 
even though you told me you're like oh, i think that was a play on just being funny but it still just bugs me <laughs> oh uh val kilmer i totally forgot to mention this and it was the reason why i brought up top gun a minute ago did you know val kilmer's in top gun sir no i did not know that uh he's the so top gun is basically tom cruise is the uh quote-unquote good guy in the movie and then val kilmer is the other he, I mean, they they make him more of the he's not a villain because they're both part of the uh the air force but he's like the uh, the rival of tom cruise so he has like this bad persona with him and uh i haven't seen top gun in a while but i love val kilmer in that movie too i, I uh, mean I, I still think he's better in this movie but he's the ice man and motherfucking top gun though <laughs> this guy said i'm gonna get a sticker <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm i'm ready for you to watch top gun i, I want to know yeah. if you're gonna be as high on it as i am we'll see i'm iffy on tom cruise but we'll see wait you're iffy on tom cruise yeah sir uh tom cruise is one of the most bankable actors ever i don't know if i went that far i i other than his uh was it vanilla sky and that bullshit if he does eyes wide shut eyes wide shut but nicole kimmy got naked in that right I could never finish the movie. I have no idea. <laughs> I never watched it when I was in high school or in school. That was the thing that everybody was like, "Oh, Nicole Kidman gets naked in that movie." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, yeah, not my movie though." <laughs> yeah, I mean, hello Google. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not worth it. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I man, I uh, I can't. But other, that, other than those types of movies, all the action movies that Tom Cruise is in, boom, they're good. Just about all of them. All right. Well, I didn't know I was uh, reviewing uh, with the damn Tom Cruise fan club. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, ah, okay. Well, that's nice club, too, so. <laughs> I'm a Tom Cruise groupie, sir. Tom Cruise groupie. You know, I think a lot of times I'll see how these actors are in public, you know, by reading articles and stuff. And I think it jades me towards their movies because I'm like, oh, he's such a prick or a douchebag. Oh yeah, then you you jump into Scientology stuff, and yeah, and then like that's a reason a lot of people don't like him is because of his beliefs and whatnot. But I don't read all that shit. Mm. We'll go with that. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so in conclusion, I absolutely love this movie. Uh, I'm eager to watch it again, and I gave it four and a half stars myself and the only reason i gave it four and a half stars versus five was because of those two big criticisms that i felt like there was some disconnection between the scenes and it didn't flow as good for me overall and i wish they would have had one more shootout scene instead of a montage and that's my only complaint to the movie uh the score is great the acting is phenomenal i mean they have dozens of well-known actors in this movie every time you uh another scene happens oh shit that's him oh shit that's him shit it's like every every time i was turning around i was trying to uh figure out who that actor was the set design the costumes 
are phenomenal. Absolutely love the costumes in this movie because Michael Bean, who is Ringo, I didn't even recognize it was him until I looked at the casting list. And then that's when I told you, Josh, I was like, hey, do you know uh, old Kyle Reese is in this movie? Yeah, see, that whole time, I never knew who that actor was. Yeah, and then Sam Elliott. I mean, does that motherfucker not fit perfectly in a damn Western movie? Yeah, man, that, that dude's like cowboy to the... I'm surprised he's not like on the state like a Texas. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. So I, I think the costumes, the set design, all that is fantastic. The movie, for the most part, even you know, 27 years later, I still think this movie looks pretty good. And you can watch it now. It still holds up uh, compared to 27 years ago. What about you, sir? What's your closing thoughts? Uh, man, I give it a five all the way. This is my top favorite movie ever. I would put it up against anything. It just has everything you want to keep your attention. You know, it has some suspense, drama. It has I guess that's comedy if you want to look at small stuff like the, uh, you know, the people throwing a bucket of water on a big ass house that's on fire. <laughs> it's it's got like uh like hidden humor in it. It, it does, and I, it just tells such a good story with so many people. And you know, a lot of times you get a a star studded cast, and the movie's a flop. But it seems like every actor just works and plays off the the next actor they're with in the scene and. I don't know, man. I, I just can't think of any movie that I could sit there and watch as much as I have watched this movie. You know, going back off your uh, your humor point, there were points in this movie that I was like, is this a comedy? Like, I don't feel like I'm supposed to be laughing this much. Yeah, then, like when you say something else, I'm like, shit, was that, most, was that supposed to be meant to be funny and I didn't catch it? What the fuck? It's when Doc and Ike are playing poker and he's like, God damn it. Doc, ain't nobody that damn lucky. <laughs> and then they said, hey, oh, maybe we should have a spelling contest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, the humor was very, very subtle in this. And it was, uh, it was kind of refreshing to not have it kind of thrown in your face like most movies do nowadays, especially the, uh, the uh, modern day action movies where they try to shoehorn in like jokes and stuff like that. It seemed like, the jokes in this movie kind of just flowed in with the movie. And if you weren't careful, you were going to miss them. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. And you know, my biggest thing, a lot of these newer Westerns, it's like they try too hard. Uh, I'm trying to think of the, the, it's a TV series, Deadwood. And if you just listen to some of their accents, man, they just push it so hard on you. You're like, we can tell you're not from the, the South at all. Mm -hmm. You're just trying way too hard. And I, I think a lot of those accents take away from the movie because I, I focus more on how shitty it is. I mean, other than Doc Holliday, did anybody else have an accent in this movie? I think they all I, I didn't normal voices. Yeah, that's uh, I mean, it was nice. It was nice not to hear all that. Because, you know, a lot of times yeah, the, southern, the Southern accent to a Hollywood person is some dumbass, pretty much. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, in most cases, in, in most movies, the the southern accent, it, it it's very hard to 
to imitate, in my opinion, for a lengthy period of time like that. Yeah, you can, you know, I can, I can do Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice for like two seconds, and it's only with one line. Anything else, I can't, I can't do that fucking accent. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, sound, I sound dumb when I do it. Uh, just not when, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you fucking dick. So, uh, <laughs> so when someone comes out, so someone from the north does a fucking uh, southern accent, yeah, it just sounds ridiculous. And I, I appreciate that they didn't, for the most part, go with the different accents in the movie. And Doc Holliday was the only one that did it, and he nailed it, hit it out of the park for me. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. I, I would tell his, somebody his, to buy this movie in a heartbeat. His the speak on just one more second for his uh, Doc Holliday's accent. I don't think, like, let's just say he tried to do a normal Southern accent. I don't think it's as good. I think he actually, like, the aristocrat style to hit to accent. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about when I say that? No, I'm at the Google aristocrat. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's almost kind of like a, a rich person or rich Southern person would talk like. I got you. I got you. And, like putting that extra little flair to that accent uh, really helps. And I think if he would just done just a normal Southern accent, I don't think it would have worked as well in this movie. But to your point, uh, you gave it five stars and you said this is something you would definitely buy. It is, I think, $17 on digital right now. Uh, you can go buy the Blu-ray on Amazon. I think it was right around six bucks. Uh, my issue is I want the digital more than anything. I say it on all these episodes. This movie came out 27 years ago. Why is it still $17? Regardless of how good, regardless of how good it is, why is it still $17 on digital? You're not... Yeah, that, that's extreme. Yeah, you're not producing the physical media and giving it to me. It's legit just a copy online. If the son bitch wouldn't play on the damn regular TBS or TNT 50 times a year, then, you know, I could be like, well, yeah, maybe I could spend 17. But I mean, literally, this movie's on quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And I know I didn't pay that much for my little uh, DV actual DVD copy, but six bucks is good. I wouldn't go 17 just because it's aged and it, you can catch it on TV. Exactly. I think if you're you're looking for this movie, no more than ten bucks right now because again, I and everybody knows my opinion on it. I say it just about every week. I think this movie, since it's really old, is five bucks. I shouldn't have to pay more than five bucks for a twenty plus year old movie, but because it's so damn good, I am willing to raise my my price to ten dollars, and that's about as much as I would pay for it. I think so. Yeah. Ridiculous. Like I said, you can buy it, the DVD, the Blu-ray for five, six bucks online. And that's perfect, in my opinion. Yeah, I definitely I definitely agree with that. I wouldn't I wouldn't drop 17. No. I mean I'm I'm strongly considering it, but no, I'm not gonna drop 17. <laughs> but but I mean I already have the movie, so I, you know, I don't know. I kinda wanna watch it again. Not to be not to be, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hell I might watch it again too. Mm. 
<laughs> just see if my opinion changes on it. Like if I go to that five stars versus four and a half. You know, I actually think you would uh, you would raise it up. You'd be like, yeah, I, I caught that that I didn't catch the first time. I'm I'm in the middle of watching Goodfellas right now for the first time. I think I might rewatch Tombstone after I finish Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. Goodfellas but, yeah. is definitely not my favorite mob movie. No, it's 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 got like you can tell there's some like Sopranos kind of borrowed from it a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, but Sopranos did it significantly better. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like 45 minutes to an hour into it right now, and I'm like, where is this fucking movie going to? Like, what's happening in this movie? Yeah, uh, I don't know. But I appreciate you joining me on this review, sir. Yes, sir. And making me finally watch this movie. I mean, I, I had been looking forward to this review since you talked about reviewing it. So you're like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. I wasn't going to miss the night, sir. <laughs> but all right, sir. Well, I'll let you have the next week off, I guess. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, I, I think my check got lost in the mail. I, I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I sent it. I sent it. I probably. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh... <laughs> uh, in, the, in the words of Ace Ventura, uh, just wait longer. <laughs> I have nothing after that. <laughs> well, we appreciate y'all joining us. Uh, y'all let us know what you think about Tombstone. Are we right? Are we wrong? Email me two game podcast at gmail.com and let me know what your thoughts are on the movie or comment on our Facebook page. Twitter page, Instagram, wherever. Uh, let us know what you think about this movie. And uh, yeah, patreon.com slash two game if you want to consider supporting us. All right, Josh, I'll holler at you later. Y'all take it easy. Hi, right, man. Be good. Later.